And welcome back to Coaching with the Bible. This week is episode 82, season 2, episode 28. The portion of the week is the portion of Mitzora. And our topic this week, personal redemption. This is going to be a quicker episode than the usual because there's a lot going on here at home. I don't usually get personal about the rest of the things that are going on around us, but this week we are celebrating the bar mitzvah, the coming of age of our youngest uh, of our youngest child. And so there's a lot of activity, a lot of people around, a lot of people here to celebrate with us. Thank God. Really, really thankful and appreciative. And we'll have a really strong sense of gratitude right now because this is really an awesome moment for us. And so a quick hit in coaching with the Bible and personal redemption that comes out of the story of the person with leprosy, the biblical leprosy, who we spoke about a little bit last week. Redemption is a key component in the Bible. The people are redeemed, but also individuals can be redeemed. It's a living, breathing, real idea, not just conceptual. And so when the people of Israel are redeemed from the land of Egypt, so that is like everything, right? That is a story that has had its purpose and value and inspiration for generations and generations for millennia. The notion that a person can change their circumstances, that a person can reclaim their life. It's possible. But it also goes down to the individual level as well. The situations that the Bible describes where a person finds themselves in a status of being a servant slash slave, that they have lost control of the narrative of their life and the freedom of their life, and now someone else has the opportunity, the possibility of coming along and redeeming them from that status. And so it exists. And it also exists in the story of the leper, the biblical leper. And in sort of learning through the story and, and this portion of the Bible with my son in preparation for this day, I came to understand on a very deep level, I think, that there's a lot of things going on here with respect to the, re, to the process of return to community for the biblical leper, and that it is effectively a personal redemption. So what does that exactly mean? How does that actually work for us? Not in the, necessarily in the biblical sense or the religious sense of redemption. I think that applies, and that's how you know, the religious community thinks about it. But the notion of an individual doing whatever it takes to reclaim their world, their life. And so in the biblical sense here with this person is that it's a very long and arduous process. And it tugs and pulls at different emotions. It tugs and pulls at their intellect. And it pushes them physically, psychologically, spiritually to do better. It's powerful business. And so when we were researching it and learning it together and studying, I came across the idea, I shared it a, a little bit of it with some, uh, some of my colleagues at work, that there is a borrowing of event going on, of process going on for this person from many other places. That the person who is the biblical leper and their process back to purification, back to society, back to community, back to family, borrows from many other processes that exist already in the five books of Moses 
for other events and ceremonies that are similar and different. So here's an example. At the beginning of the process back, the Bible tells us that the person is to bring two birds as part of their offering to God, part of their purification process. The Mishnaic text describes what these birds are to look like. In fact, that they're basically to be identical in pretty much every single way that's visible to the naked eye. It's in fact the same description that the Mishnah uses to describe the two animals that are to be brought on the Day of Atonement on Yom Kippur that are brought into the sanctuary, one that's to be offered there in the sanctuary, one that's going to be sent out and thrown off a cliff. It's the same exact description. The only difference is that in the process here, it goes a little bit further in the sense that the bird that survives, that is then let free, is actually dipped in the blood of the one that is in fact sacrificed. So it goes further. Another example here in the Bible with respect to the biblical leper is the idea that in the process of his purification, the priest is to put some blood from the offering on his ear, on his big finger, on his thumb, and on his big toe. That same process appears by the dedication ceremony of the priest himself just a few weeks ago in the Bible, except that it goes one step further here as well, is that there's a second action, which is the placing of oil on that same location for the leper, but not for the priest. So again, it goes one step further. No less than eight different processes are involved or related or connected through the prism of the biblical leper from other places in the Bible. In fact, I believe it's the most complex list of processes and requirements to get back in. So it's an amazing array of things. So what's what's going on then? Like what's really happening here? So what I believe is actually happening here is that there is a learning going on and that's a personal redemptive learning process that is learning and active at the same time. And so we have to appreciate that that's the case with life, that when we get knocked down, which we talked about at the beginning of Genesis this year, and we have to get back up, there's a process in getting back up. That getting knocked down is step one in the process of better, and then it goes from there. And so personal redemption has its process. It's not the same for every single person, but it has its process. There's a cognitive, intellectual component. There's an emotional component, and there's a spiritual component as well. And so the person, first and foremost, gets knocked down. They assume or believe that everything is sort of rolling along, and then they are then shown to be a leper. And now everything stops, and step one in the process is getting punished effectively, getting knocked down getting taken out of their routine, being uprooted. In this case, the person is sent out to an exile of sorts, out of the camp, alone, quarantined, isolated, with a lot of time on his hands. So step one is being uprooted and being punished for the act itself. In this case, we talked about the idea that the act is gossip or excessive gossip about others. Step two in that isolation is learning a lot of learning, soul searching, a lot of keying into the behaviors and the actions that need to 
be rehabilitated, be reclaimed, to be changed. Step three is the bringing on of effectively a mentor, a leader in the process of return. In this case, it's a biblical priest who's going to show the way back. And then step four is a very active and involved process of events and actions and practices that ultimately lead to the person returning to the camp, to their home, to their family, to their life, albeit better. It's not to return to what was before. It's to return, but to return in a way and in a manner not like before. The idea here then is that what the Bible is telling us and what a person has to appreciate is the idea of what does it mean to be part of community? What does it mean to be part of a people? What does it mean to be part of, in this case, holiness and purity? But effectively, for us in coaching with the Bible, what does it mean or what do we want it to actually mean to be an active part of society? And that we can play that role and we can be that person even if we've erred before, because we all do. And so that process, that four-step process, it's really important for us to appreciate that that's what's going on here. It's not easy, it's bumpy, it's long, it's arduous, it's difficult, but it's the only way back. And so what happens here for the biblical leper is this redemptive process is built into the Bible. First, the notion that the Bible accepts that this is possible and to know that in our own lives it's possible. And then describing the way back and the way to better. And when a person gets to better, everything then opens up. Everything else changes. And so it's the responsibility of the person to take his or her shots at better, to grab at opportunities for better life, to live on a different plane, to operate on a different path, to effectively, as I heard once described, swim entirely in different waters than before. Totally possible. A new reality. And then what happens once a person's in a new reality? Everything happens and everything's possible. And so what Coaching with the Bible wants us to understand and learn this week is this redemptive process. It's personal redemption. Separate from communal or national redemption. Separate from the redemption of a person as a slave who's in a particular pickle of a, of a of situation, the biblical leper, personal redemption, coming from within, coming from themselves, and leading all the way back to where they're going to be, ultimately is back home, back in the community, the better, improved version of the person they were before. That is Coaching with the Bible for this week. I look forward to seeing you next week as the holiday of Passover comes our way. Have a great one.